start talking about in the freaking mood for love yeah, yeah I that's really, what we were about to do i, I don't really know let's do it <laughs> we've been here an hour oh shit <laughs> you've sorry, been here an hour he's I been have. here all day okay should we get you guys want to <laughs> just jump into it i might need a little help today. okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> yes let's do it because i'm a bit concussed welcome concussed. everybody to another episode of chew bubblegum and kick I'm one of host, Concussed Battostain. Hey, <laughs> Concussion. <laughs> I'm another host. My name is Dylan Haas. Hello, hey, Dylan, Dylan Haas. Hi, mm-hmm. Dylan. Hello. And I'm Tucker. Hello, Hello Tucker. Tucker. Hi, everyone. It's good to see you. I, I noticed in a recent episode that I also introduced myself as a single name, and then you did yours, and then I was like riffing off of that being something special that you were just going by one name. Guys. So I got I to gotta remember to say both We're all over names. the place. Yeah. We're all over the place with our names. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we also take turns making up fake names. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah. I go off of your notice. I, I, take, I take your lead often. Yeah. <laughs> um, just keeping them on their toes. All right, we're here to talk about the final movie in our director blind spot this series. Has been, this has been a lot of fun. This has way. been a lot of fun. A lot of yeah. fun. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so last week we talked about the movie that was assigned to me by you two, which was Alejandro Jodorowsky's Santa Sangre. Which no, Santa Sangre. Let me ask we all, you, we all how, loved. how much of the day do you spend practicing saying his name properly? Hmm. How much of the day? Yeah, prior to our recording, forty five percent of the day. <laughs> well, how many? How many solid hours? Solid hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that Santa never five. showed up in that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a holiday thing. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I thought at the end, I thought Agreed. we were seeing an origin story for <laughs> Santa. Claus. Yeah, Saint never, Santa. Like, oh, I didn't know any of this. And that it just yeah. never pans out. Because actually, a lot of people don't know that Santa's actual. Last name is Sangre. Sangre, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so today we're talking about Tucker's assigned movie mm-hmm. that Dylan and I assigned, which is Wong Kar Wai's In the Mood for Love. Ooh. I'm in the mood. Came out in the year. That's the theme song. Yeah. That's over the opening credits. <laughs> and it just plays <laughs> through, the whole, through the whole movie. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Now, you know... I, we should have asked this on the last two episodes, and okay. maybe we can get into it on the next episode sure. when we do our, mm. our declare a winner. Um, but is there like a reason why you haven't ever really felt like you wanted? Because you've always, you, Tucker, you obviously knew of Wong Kar Wai. Mm-hmm. I assume you knew of like Chungking Express <laughs> and In the Mood for Love. Yeah. Uh, is there a reason why you never sought them out? Um,. The mood just never struck you? Yeah, I was never in the mood for love. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, I hate you so much. <laughs> I gotta go. See, yeah, that's it. That's podcast. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm... <clears throat> I really like American movies. Uh, sure. Like, I'm lazy. 
And I love foreign movies. I love movies, subtitled movies, but um, (laughs) sometimes it takes me a minute to talk myself into it. It's work. Even though we we talked about it it in the last episode. Yeah, Yeah. and it never bothers me once I'm watching them, but for some reason I won't just go to them. Well, because you're- so I just never got to those. You're not unlike me that you just kind of like to see the movies, so you just kind of throw them on, and yes, for something like this, we're going to be more concerted about it. Yeah. It is a lot easier to throw a movie on that you can kind of pass, walk around and come back to. Right. Even like when I'm like, I'm going to watch a movie, I'm not doing something else or whatever. Uh, But even then, like, it's like, it feels like I've got to pay more attention. Yeah. Because for me, it's you're splitting your attention because you're going to catch what the dialogue is saying, but also not miss the imagery. So yeah. yeah, it does. It requires a little bit more effort. And not lazy as fuck, like you said. But not only that, there's also like cultural norms that, in other cultures, <laughs> which which cultures? Others. Others. Oh, okay, okay. Name two. Um, Name two other cultures. Um, Canada. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, they are weird. And Trekkies. Toronto. <laughs> um. So northern North America. Okay. Okay. There are things that those when are you, the other cultures. It's the same thing of like when you watch uh, like a period piece or something like that, where <laughs> like. It's not your world, <laughs> and so there are norms that are happening. Yeah, and no, occurring this is... that you kind of have to like. You kind of tilt your head at. You're like, what the? Yeah, what I was mean, that? that's not right. normal <laughs> for my day to day existence. Well, so, yeah, like, this... I don't have a frame of reference for that really. And so, I'm I, a lot of times. In while I was watching In the Mood for Love, I oftentimes felt like I was <laughs> trying to play catch up with the movie. Mm. Oh, you know, for real? Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Well, I mean, the way the movie is... Because to your culture comment, it seemed quite Western, right? Like, I mean, well, it's, it's, it's... I mean, it is British. Right, uh, it's it's Czech, Hong Kong. Yeah, British Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it Hong Kong French? Isn't it France? No, no, it was Britain. I mean, what? Is it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked it up last night. I thought it said between Hong Kong and France. But, no, no, no. It was a co-production between Hong yeah. Kong and France. Oh, in oh, 1962, okay. uh, oh. Hong Kong is ruled by right. Gotcha, Britain. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they um, handed it over in the 90s, or that was when the the time was up. Well, I think even just like their apartment complex <clears throat> is oh, so sure. different than any apartment oh, complex sure. the, that the, I've ever lived in, and any yeah. kind of community that I've ever lived Not in. Not just and the complex, but like the the living arrangements. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. Their living arrangements. I'm like. So even like when they're all doing that, I'm just like, who is everybody and how are they yeah. related mm-hmm. to each and other? And that's critical and for this movie since yes. it's a whole, it, it's, everything hinges on that. But then there's also things where I was, the movie, it wasn't necessarily cultural, but I was having a hard time following certain things or, or keeping up with the movie. And so in my mind, I was like, is it like a cultural thing or is it specific to the movie? Mm. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I think I follow what you're saying. Well, because the way that he presents the story is it feels linear and then it doesn't. And then it will it will just without warning kind of give you different perspectives of the same thing. And then the mm-hmm. whole the whole concept of them practicing certain emotional beats it, 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 it's confusing. It kind of just happens. It, that's what I mean. Like it yeah. just happens. And then you're like, Oh wait, what, what's happening? What's happening? So that, yeah. so, you know, by the second or third time there's anything emotional happening, you're like, is this happening or are they practicing 
for something that they're never going to show us. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting the way this film I, is is uh, I had to produced. Wa- I watched it twice. I watched it so twice. I forgot to watch it the second. I watched time. it this morning. So I meant to do it. Me too. So I had watched it uh, before. The reason why I nominated it for you, Tucker, which I guess we should kind of touch on because we have for the previous episodes, mm. is I. This is. Uh, I watched this movie like earlier this year and I really liked it, but I felt like there, I felt like I missed a shit ton of stuff mm-hmm. and I wanted to rewatch it. So I was like, that's I'm just going to make, de- I'm just going to assign this to Tucker. <laughs> so I have to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah. no, I felt the same way. And I was like, I want to rewatch it. And I just, I couldn't muster the energy in the last week to do it. I just couldn't because I don't know. Did you feel like you were kind of, were you having a hard time keeping up with the movie or I know that's intentional, like yeah. on Wong Kar Wai's part. No, I found it really, um, like I was expecting to be, to find it more challenging to follow for some reason, but I, for, I was really locked into it, I think. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so it was like, and especially like going back the second time, once you understand what's going on, then it was like. I felt like that's it, part was, of why, it was kind of exciting when it started. Yeah, <laughs> that's part of like, why as I it was, started playing. I was like, oh, this is cool because I feel I feel like, more you know, yeah. on steady ground right now. Well, and, and it, you, you catch things at the beginning that you're not yes. going to yeah. pick up on. It exactly. took me a while to even realize that we weren't seeing their spouses. I picked up on that picked pretty up on that quick. Pretty the only, <laughs> I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, because they did it so intentionally and after like the... I really appreciated yeah. that then they just stopped ever even having the characters interact with the spouses in yeah. any way. That mm-hmm. was terrific. They just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Well, so I think I, I think what was happening for me is like a lot of times things were happening and I would like notice it. Like I would be like, oh, we didn't see their spouse in that. Like, right. uh, But then I was like, yeah. why aren't they showing the spouse? And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, they're not showing yeah, the spouse. They're intentionally you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very intentional. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like, it wasn't necessarily where uh, like I was, I wasn't having a hard time following the movie. It was just that there was things that were, the movie doesn't really spell a lot out for you. Yeah. And it's really disjointed in the way that it's put together. And mm-hmm. I, I don't say disjointed as like, right. No, it's intentionally, uh, it's, it's meant to be kind of like dreamlike. Yeah. I, and I th- almost like a, a memory unfolding. I, that's yeah. what I was about to say is I, I get the sense that he's presenting it like her, perspective on this his perspective on like in hindsight like yeah thinking mm-hmm. back on how all this unfolded because yes it's somewhat linear but then there are things that come back and forth and like seeing each other like this movie captures that sense of having an emotional connection to someone who's just a peripheral person in your life but you just feel something there and like, passing glances passing gla- mm-hmm. yeah and like so many times that they were like seeing each other at the um the 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 ramen place the street ramen place yeah yeah and just like so they showed so many different times where you had to just pick up on the costume changes to understand that this wasn't like right se- sequential or so yeah this all, was the next day this was or like, some other time right. it's not yeah. even some other time yeah because yeah. for a minute i'm like okay so they're just trying to show us the evolution of time but i think it's just showing that throughout this whole however many years of their lives this was just sort of escalating mm-hmm. uh, yeah gradually i it's a really interesting movie it yeah it is really interesting and <laughs> when i started watching it the second time uh, as i was watching it i was like 
I do really love this movie, and I feel like it's going to ha- be one that I want to come back to a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. And the first time as I was watching it, I didn't necessarily feel that way. I respected yeah. all the artistry and intentionality of everything, but like, you're not necessarily connecting with the characters on like... No, uh, not immediately at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a while because you're just not really given a lot yeah. Of them, you know? Yeah, well, because that's all, all we're seeing are right. these parts of their lives, and it's just exclusively around this burgeoning romance or just relationship, because yeah. nothing ever really happens between them. Right. And so we're- They don't even kiss. No, exactly. And the, and so we hear a little bit when one of the characters is talking to someone else about the other right. partner. Otherwise, it's just those little moments that they've stolen through the years- Right. It, it's such an interesting it's such an interesting yeah. way to present the story. I actually have a better answer as to why I never sought out uh more of these movies. Okay. Um, okay. Because it turns out I have seen one of his movies. What? That when I was working at a video store in like the mid aughts, this new movie came in called Twenty Forty Six. And I was like, Oh, what's this? And I took it home and watched it and I don't remember anything about it except being like what is this? <laughs> I don't understand what this is. And so now seeing that this is part of an unofficial trilogy that he made. And, what? And oh, 2046 is the third one. This is the second one. But uh, you started us on the second one. But when, but that's one of the room numbers in the, in the movie, it's 2046. And I was like, Holy shit. Oh. I remember that. I was like, is that him? And I looked it up and I was like, that's that's what this is, and I did see that movie. I don't remember it, but oh, okay. I was like, now it might make more sense. It was weird. Mm. It was weird. It was like some <laughs> shit that happened like in that room, and that character comes back, I guess, and uh, it's like, like fifteen years later or something, and he takes the room next to twenty forty six where some shit happened, but also it's like segments, and some of it's sci fi. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it at some point here, uh, <laughs> but. Especially now, because I'm like, this movie's awesome. So it, it, there's got to be something to that one, too, that I just wasn't hip uh, to. <laughs> this, this movie definitely made me want to go watch all of his other yeah. movies, hmm. for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, to me, this movie felt foreign in just to not even just the fact that it's Chinese and I'm from the United States mm-hmm. of America. But just the way it's structured and the way it's presented, all of it feels so different yeah. and foreign from how a conventional romance movie is presented mm-hmm. that it, it's no wonder why people like film critics oh, yeah. consistently have this on like their lists of mm. all time best movies because yeah. it, it, there's, it, it warrants rewatch because it, it like is begging you to go back and find right other things in it mm-hmm. that you might miss because it does it moves it like it's a a slow movie but it is like mm-hmm. moving at such like yeah. a fast pace where the first time like I said I was like did I did I miss something right what is going on did I but I it's, a, it's yeah. not that I missed something it's just that that's the way the movie's presented and then yeah they, when you go back and watch it a gaps. second time things just make a lot more sense. I would yeah. say it has like a it has like a slow 
<laughs> internal rhythm to it, yeah. but it's really, um, it's not slow. No. Mm-hmm. Like when you're watching, it doesn't feel slow. It never feels boring at all. I guess like it feels gentle. Like it feels it's gentle. gentle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's real gentle. <laughs> well, and, it's really, and the it's really fact nice. that you, I at least anticipate that they will eventually, you know, over whatever it is their obstacles are and find each other and you know it's a romance so yeah. you kind of I'm at least primed for at some point something's gonna occur because they're both demonstrating their love for each other just in very subtly different ways in different subtle ways but they don't right so that also just kind of subverts the whole uh, and they never have a moment where yeah. they like confess or profess That's their love what I'm for saying. each other yeah, there's yeah. no there's no thing like they yeah. just they they in they do sort of but it's in those like practice moments and yeah. then they and then he pulls the rug out by showing that they're practicing or whatever you call that and so like the, the emotional response changes from one uh vignette to the other made me think of the rehearsal that oh my god oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the other thing. it's exactly like the rehearsal it's like a yeah. hong kong version of a rehearsal <laughs> but it, they don't it's not like there's never the moment that you have in so many yeah you don't um, get any of them. Western, because that's my frame of reference, like Western romance movies mm-hmm. where you have like them running to the airport right. and like professing their love in front no. of everybody and like being like, I realized it was you. It no. was you the whole time. No, no instead she... And then they run no. towards each other and kiss and right. then they live happily ever after. That's, that's kind of like what I'm getting at. Instead, she, she just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she just reflects out the window, just yeah. looking out the window for a little bit and then you, you never see her again and he goes and whispers the secret, the secret into the into hole. The and, hole. Like, and, and even his proclamation... And then it's of, all grown over and like yeah. old. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. And, but and he, it's like, it makes you like... I was it, curious. It you get a, like, I was curious yeah. about the choice of history and all the history of like people yes. that could be resting in every place. Well, that's like, what I was. That's where that I was holds curious. All our secrets and, and <laughs> you know? so many stories of uh, unrequited love or like yeah. passing moments yeah. between people. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've I've experienced maybe not to the extent of this romance, but like I've had things where like I look back and I'm like, you know. There was something there. Yeah. There was nothing ever yeah. really spoken about. There was just an affection. Yeah. That just passes. And like, I've seen, you know, one, one woman who like, I know we shared something and like no acknowledgement right. of me, yeah. you know, whatever, 20 years later. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Cause it was also nothing. Right. Well, well, I don't know about you guys, but this exact thing. <laughs> no, I, what I was going to say. I was living in Hong Kong in the 1960s. Based on me. <laughs> Started writing a, a, a sci-fi novel or what? A martial arts serial. Martial arts I watched serial, this yeah. like a week and a half ago and I lawyered up. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say about the pro- like the big proclamation of love is like his proclamation of love is basically like. Leaving. I, well, no, he says like, I didn't really expect us like it was meant to, for us to just be to find out what it would be what it would be like when they were starting i didn't expect the feelings to become real but they did yeah yeah and then later he's like at, later not even in that moment later right he's like if there was an a ticket available would you come right. with me and i think even when he is doing that he knows that she's not going to right come but, right but then but she does come that's what's so beautiful like she, he steals her sneak her slippers or whatever, and then mm-hmm. he just discovers that someone's taken the slippers. And he's where did he go? Vietnam, Singapore, Singapore, Singapore. That, Singapore. That's right. 
Yeah. It, yeah. It's and the just, lipstick on the yeah on the cigarette and the ashtray. So. And then he goes to find her, and then yeah, and she has already, a kid. Well, and he like neglect. He refrains. Doesn't he? Isn't she behind the door? But he decides not to knock. I think he decides not to knock because she has a kid. Well, whatever the reason is, he just doesn't. Right. He doesn't bother to like. He's come all that way to check it out, and he just doesn't doesn't do it. He doesn't. And I, but I think it's because the he. I think he goes there with the intention of speaking to her. I, I don't think she was there. I think again, it's they they both come back and revisit the the location at right. s- completely separate, separate times, and because she's not. They just reference that she has had a kid. Yeah. She's, so he's just like touching on the door where we know she's there, but I don't think he even registers that she's there. I think he's mm. just... I, maybe, but my my interpretation of it was that like he knows that she has a kid. It's probably, if it's not with her husband, it's with somebody else. And oh, it's yeah. with her husband. She's not it leaving. Is, she's, not, is, she's not going to not have sure with her an husband. affair oh, with this guy. What I'm saying is that <laughs> right. it, like he knows at that moment that it's... right. To remain, it's too late. Yeah. yeah, it's too. The moment has passed. Yeah. So whatever the reason is, I just took it as it could be. I anything, gotcha. But my, I it, wonder what the. I mean, it's a. In the mood for love is clearly a Western translation of whatever the title of this film is. Yeah, it's a different title. I wonder for sure. Uh, I read it. Fuck, I read about it last night. Well, and it's remember. hard because it, whatever you, whatever it is, is the translation. So it's still yeah, and it's. Be, I think it's like a phrase that means something specifically. Yeah. And, yeah, I because in the mood for love doesn't really capture what's happening on no. the screen. It's a weird title. Yeah, it is a weird title. There's so much about should just be mood. <laughs> yeah, mood. Love this movie mood. Is... Just love mood. I I want to give a shout out to the score mm. before mm. I forget because I think it's an all timer. Mm-hmm. I love the score of this movie so goddamn much. It's fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah. It. It, like the movie's basically a perfect film. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, 100%. there's no part of it that feels extraneous or like dragging or anything. Yeah. It's just it just shows you everything. But there, shows uh, you. The reason mm-hmm. I wanted to give a shout out to the score is because, I mean, a lot of times you'll like if you're listening to a score, you might notice how good it is in a really good movie. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, the score jumps out at you. Well, like, it's part of the storytelling. It's part of the storytelling. Yeah. It like jumps out at you and is like presents itself like the score is playing now and yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> you know. Well, and it sets. I, I I do do think he's he's in he's sending messages with the score as yeah. to like what the subtext of the emotional mm-hmm. thing being presented is. Yeah. Like even when it like like there's a scene where it's just like smoke floating when he's sitting in his office. Yeah, yeah. there's like smoke slow in slow motion, like floating through the air. Yeah, and the score kicks in, and you're just like, "Well, this song fucking rocks. <laughs> it's beautiful." Yeah, and also there's the smoke is so beautiful how it's being framed and presented mm-hmm. in this shot, and I don't know. If it symbolizes something, I don't I, know yeah, if it's he, if it, if I'm meant to interpret something from mm-hmm. this, or if I'm just supposed to be like, this is pretty and cool and beautiful I think sounding. I think he's just trying to help help us appreciate just the the minutia, the beautiful things in the minutia, right? Like the smoke rising. That yeah. also stood out to me, and I and it's been long enough. That I know there was a handful of other moments in the yeah. film 
where he just lingers on things that are just regular basic day-to-day shit but mm-hmm. just sits on it in a fro- in a way that's intentional i don't know yeah like like when she's just hanging out listening to all those people play mahjong and she's like just peripheral and they're just like the camera just sits there and it's nothing's happening nothing like nothing exciting is going on just people living and you just it's great it it, It is great because you know there's you know that there's such a deep well of feelings inside of this person that is just like waiting to like Mm -hmm. explode out from her and, and the movie never gives she us never the satisfaction yeah. of yeah. seeing those feelings explode, but we know they're there and we know they're just like bubbling under the surface. And so when that score kicks in and you just see her like sitting there pondering her circumstances, yeah. mm-hmm. if if you're an empathetic person, all you can, you know, you've had moments where you've just been sitting by yourself in your room. Yeah hearing the world outside yeah. of mm-hmm. your house go by maybe you're listening to music and you just are feeling whatever you're feeling yeah. and you know by the way it's presented in the movie that she's just so much is weighing on her yeah and she has no idea what to do with any of it yeah. and it's so beautiful it is and yeah i love i love it yeah, yeah. I, I love it so much <laughs> I mean, it's a real deep film, guys. It's it, real deep. Yeah. It is a really deep film. I don't know what to make of it. Um, <laughs> one of the things I really love, I personally love in movies, um, as far as like uh, framing of shots goes, is I love when uh, there's like a master shot and there's frames within the frame. Yeah. So it's door frames, other things. And he does so much of that in this movie. Like so much of it is viewed from other rooms yeah from other spaces oh, for sure and they're so beautiful right and i don't know i'm i'm sure it signifies a whole lot but i just <laughs> i've always loved uh <clears throat> movies that frame things that way i like observing things that way i don't know why but it's something i love and this movie was filled with them and i was just like ah, look at that one it's not even... it's beautiful like every shot it's like you, know, you could fucking frame Mm -hmm. most of the most of the shots in this movie and it's not even just the way that things are framed in like a pretty way that look pretty because a lot of people can do that Mm -hmm. and you have like you have like your Zack Snyder's of the world where like if you're not talking about that (laughs) no but I just mean where like yeah you might be able to take one of his movies and take a like a freeze frame of it Mm -hmm. and uh you could like make a poster of it. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, You could airbrush your van with it or something. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or even like, if even like, um, um, like Denis Villeneuve, like Mm -hmm. in Blade Runner 2049, like there's really beautiful shots and stuff like that. But what is so interesting about Wong Kar Wai and in the mood for love is that it's not just that they're pretty, it's that they're really unique and interesting mm-hmm. and unusual. Mm-hmm. And like the when you have like um I, I think she she goes by Mrs. Chan Miss Chan, right? Yeah, Miss yeah. mm-hmm. Chan. Um she's having a conversation with Mr. Chow's wife. Right. And the cameras in the hallway and we're just seeing Mrs. Chan and there's like stuff maybe going on in the background, but you don't see 
Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Chow. You hear her, and it just you don't see that in no. any other mm-hmm. movie. No, mm-hmm. it's ne- that conversation between those two women is never presented like that yeah. in any movie I've ever seen before, and it is so such a like it's not even just to um, enhance the mood of the movie the mood of her love <laughs> right the love mood but yeah, it's such a storytelling <laughs> thing mm-hmm. of the pov of the memories yeah. of these people and the way that the the story is being presented because and that's a, it gives you like the feeling that like even though i'm like i don't know i don't I'm, you know i'd watch this movie 10 more times and pull things out of it but yeah. you know i'm not exactly sure why but you you know because of the intentionality of it and the point of view that you're not just like it's not like he's like all right get a master now let's get coverage of it yeah. no it's like no this is the story this is i'm gonna let yeah. it play out in this frame yeah and if people aren't in the frame there's a reason for that right you know and like I, maybe i don't know the reason in every shot but i'm it feels that it feels that way it's oh, like yeah. oh this is very very purposefully this way yeah. everything and it, otherwise it'd be like yeah let's cut to an over the shoulder shot of her over shoulder shot of her and get both dialogue get a close-up you know it's like none of that shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and to the point where sometimes you don't even know who they're talking to like you don't know who yeah. is speaking you don't know who they're talking to you can pick up on little context clues and stuff like that mm-hmm. but sometimes there's conversations where i'm just like who was that conversation just with? Right, right. right. You know? Well, especially because um, we don't ever see the spouses. Exactly. So it, it, yeah, it's intentionally yeah. confusing. And sometimes you see them from behind. A couple times, yeah. And then sometimes you see our two characters, uh, Miss Chan and Mr. Chow, from behind. Mm-hmm. And so you're yeah. like, oh, wait, were they just talking to their husband or were they talking to Mr. Chow in yeah. character as her husband? Yeah. Right. I don't really know, mm-hmm. but whatever <laughs> <I gotta laughs> it is, I know that there's. I feel like anyone listening to us talk about this is gonna be like, "What, what is the this fuck fucking movie? Are you talking what about is this movie? Well, fucking go watch it, yeah. you dumb sackish. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? It just. This movie. I just love it. I'm concussed. It's really good. I did really. It's a great, great movie. It's like computers. It's like an all-timer. It's computers. It's like it's computers, like, man. Like things are bigger, but they're small. It's yet smaller. Mm-hmm. Sandy mm-hmm. Miss High School Football Rules. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly how this Oh, film God is. damn it. i got to write something down really quick. No. Sandimus. No, you may not. The me- I've been, with the, the fam, we've been, like, now's the time of year where we get into, like, a lot of, like, movie marathons and stuff. Sure. Like, we watched all the Lord of the Rings movies recently. Oh. Not the Hobbits. Just the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and we all really liked them. Okay. Really? Um. I liked him more than I remember liking. I don't remember <laughs> I liking him really very much. Invested. Really, um, I but couldn't I even bring myself to rewatch him during the pandemic. I, oh, I did once, but sorry, what were you saying? Go ahead. Uh, Bill and Ted. I got. I got to make it. We're all, we all got to watch Bill and Ted. That's been the one that oh. keeps Hell slipping yeah. from my mind. Oh my I'm going to go use the potty. Wipe How? I don't know. I don't know. I think about it all the time. I do too, and it just has not been at the the forefront of my mind. Sorry. Um, but I did really like the uh, the Lord of the Rings more than I remember liking them. Um, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> I, I those are movies that I really tried to like. I really wanted to like them more than I did. Um, 
sometimes I feel like I take on the role of like trying to get everybody into a movie. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm not really into a movie, I'll be like, this guy's badass. You should like this guy. <laughs> like you should like Aragorn cause he's badass. Right. And you should like Sam because he's really sweet and really loyal. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I'm like, Oh, I've caught feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I've caught feelings. <laughs> the, yeah, the weird thing about those movies for me is like I I remember like the end of the first one. Um, I'm always like, that was awesome. I like that. Yeah, a lot. And then after that, it's just a chore for me. I don't know what it is. The second one's not good. I don't like. Uh, it's not that it's not good. I don't dislike them, but it's just they seem like so. Maybe it's all the giant battle scenes. I guess They're just two, endless. Two towers is pretty rough in the fact that like it's pretty pointless yeah like it doesn't really do much to serve other than like it does offer some character stuff um but return of the king and i appreciate that in at least in return of the king in a lot of like the big battles they do find moments to do character stuff Mm -hmm. and story stuff um but goddamn by the end of return of the king when aragorn's reclaimed the throne and ever the first ending the he, last ending it's the first ending, first ending. Yeah, yeah yeah okay where um uh everybody is like you know celebrating that aragorn's the king and they've won and stuff mm-hmm. and then he goes and finds the four hobbits <laughs> right and then Ouch. they they bow to him and then he's like, my friends, you bow to no man. <laughs> I'm getting choked up right now. <laughs> and, then, and then he bows to them, and then everybody bows to them. I, I, me and Ashley and the kids were all like, Just crying. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, that's sweet. It's a mo- And it's like, it's corny and cheesy, but it's so earned by that point. Yeah. That yeah, you just, you got to give it up to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched Maestro the did, other day. Did you? Yeah. And? Uh, I really liked it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm, uh, yeah, there's part towards the end of that movie where I was just like, fucking goddamn it. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, uh, I can't take it. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I really, really liked it. That's cool. It's a really cool movie. Like, oh. It's really well made. And it's, uh, I, yeah, it's I, just, uh, I've got my, uh, I, I started looking to see if some of the movies that I've been wanting to see are available to torrent because it's kind of getting to be that time of year, you know, where screeners are mm-hmm. kind of starting to make their rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got um, Saltburn and Dream Scenario on like my on my docket, like nice. on my to do list of movies that I gotta watch. Yeah, I've got I gotta watch me. Saltburn. I have I watched Dream Scenario. That was fun. Yeah, I, I want to watch that. And then also Killers of the Flower Moon I yeah. still got on my to-do list. But they're both on – they're all on my computer and I want to watch them. But I oh, wasn't I planning on watching Dream Maestro Scenario because too. Bradley Cooper is grading to me these days. Well, did you so, watch Maestro? I did. Is it good? I loved it. Really? Now, so yeah. you saying that, I'm like, well, I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, I can, that doesn't surprise me, I suppose. I just – seeing the answer, I'm like, Why? <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what uh, dream scenario? That's right. Uh, I did, and we got, we I did watch Barbie last night. Finally, oh, oh you hadn't and? seen it, and I hadn't seen it. Oh, I really nice. liked it. Oh yeah, it's, it's really great. Like it it's great, right? Got me choked up yeah. a couple times at the end. And me too. I felt like 
It was really. Um, That's I cry at everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. No, I I, I cried, cried at Barbie. At cried well, at Maestro. There's, there's moments in Barbie <laughs> that make you cry. Yeah. Cried at Thanksgiving. I uh, did not cry. I at didn't cry. At I actually didn't cry at, at during in the mood for love. Bringing it back to in the mood for love. No, me neither. It never got me. It more just gave me the feeling of forlornness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, I didn't. It wasn't emotionally evocative. Not like that. Not not that way. No, not like, like a tearjerker. No, it's not a tearjerker. No, it's not a tearjerker, and it's not sappy at all Mm-mm. or schmaltzy. No, I, I felt or, sad. I felt sad for her sad, specifically. Yeah. And when, you know, when she cries, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sad, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have empathy. But it's more just like the melancholy feeling of yeah, your thing. your day-to-day life, yeah. right? Of like when you can okay. be overcome with like moments of melancholy. No, talking about that how it is. and the tone, a film that's just basically tone. Have you, I'm guessing you have not, but have you seen Jean Dillman, 23 Commerce K, 1080 Brussels? That's the movie I was talking about. That was the female director that I was, I think I put at the end of my list when we were doing okay. this because of that movie. Cause it's like the number one Have on sight seen and it? sound. I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah. I, I intentionally watched it earlier this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And well, it's all tone and it's oh, all okay. just following her. It's like three hours. It's quite long. Yeah. yeah three hours and 20 minutes. I, I loved that in the mood for love was not, Strong pretty out. short. It's an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah it's, it's ninety minutes. Yeah. Well, and the, where that's merciful, Jean Delmont is not right. Mm-hmm. Like it's three hours and twenty-one minutes of just following a woman, a person doing the minutia of life, basically all day long for multiple days. But it is so. This intriguing. sounds like it could be my favorite movie ever, I, that's or why, the worst thing I've ever no, seen. I think, I'm not sure. I which. think you will love it. Probably. I, I, by the time we're watching her do her dishes a second time and preparing for food for, <laughs> no, not like that. But but you are just transfixed. Like yeah. what you're just like what is happening? Right. It is. It is really great. Yeah. It, but it isn't for most people. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, the um, sure sure. The uh, most people are idiots, but you in know terms what? of not, I just turn on the you. news some days, and there's people on there saying in, in, that shit craziest stuff you've ever heard. You do not, and do I'm this. like, you do not do this. They should be laughed out of every room they enter, right? And yet everyone's fucking stupid. Yes, yeah. and that's why we're but in this pickle. In the in the sense of a film that's not telling you anything, just showing you, and you just have to infer what the character is feeling. Mm-hmm. That that movie captures it so perfectly. Sounds and great. this movie in a similar yeah, way this to this movie, just like right. That. The, the, the contemplative moments where they're just living and you know that they are seething for one another, but mm-hmm. they're not moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that whole period where they like start to work. Like, I love that in the movie, they start to build a story together Yeah, and they work together on a story and he mm-hmm. tries to invite her in to make it even more, Involved and have her be a partner in it, mm-hmm. and she refront, re- no. declines. It's like it's it's like the little Hamlet play in, no. in a play. No. It's just never. And if there's a honky never... horn, I had one honky horn. You guys, you'll you'll be proud. You would be surprised to know that there was one honky horn for me. Okay. So when no there... one keeps ramen in their glove box, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. And I, this is I'm I'm not off. I'm not wrong. Okay. Because they. 
when they're working on the story together, at some point they get trapped in his room, right? Because they both are boarding. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're both boarding yeah. in, in other, other people's mm-hmm. apartments. So they have a room. And because of the whole nature of like, they can't be seen together, especially not coming out of his room together. Right. right. That would be, everything would blow up. So they just wind up hanging out in there for what appears to be like, no, it's and, all night, all right? Because yeah. they come home to play Mahjong and then they're just playing and playing and they're playing yeah. into the morning. And so she just sleeps there and nothing happens. He sleeps mm-hmm. on the floor and she sleeps on the bed. But have you guys ever tried to not have to go to the bathroom when you inadvertently were stuck somewhere and then 17 to 20 hours pass and you can't leave that room? I promise you she had to piss or I, shit or both. Yeah. So that was the part. And and uh, personalizing. They probably just drank each other's pee. When I. Don't you think? I there Maybe. was a There was a time when. I, do I even admit this on the air? I don't think I'm going to do this. I, I had to hide out in someone's room. Yes. Like yes. in a, not in, not a dissimilar scenario where mm-hmm. it was utterly unreasonable for me to be seen by the people mm. in the house other right. than the woman with whom I was spending time with. And so I would, I would hide out in a room mm-hmm. for stretches of time and that's why the bathroom struck me as like I at least had access because like where she was staying in her parents' house, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a bathroom right next. So I even though the whole family was hanging out in the little den right mm-hmm. down the hall, I mm-hmm. could at least sneak out and go to the potty and then come back and just stash very quietly in her room until they went away. Right. That's what made me think of this as like, oh, no, there's no way. You can not last like that for a few hours maybe, but at some point you're just like, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's a hockey horn, you guys. It pulled me out. It You're took right. me a while to get back into the movie. I, You're right. They don't deal enough with bathroom issues in yeah. movies. Like I want unless I, it's funny. I wanted to read exactly. The, then they deal uh, too much. <laughs> the title cards, like that, open the movie and then mm. end the movie, because I think they're really beautiful. Mm. Um, oh yeah. The first one is it is a restless moment. She has kept her head lowered to give him a chance to come closer, but he could not for lack of courage. She turns and walks away. That's the whole movie. And then the well, la- the first half of the movie. And then the last one is he remembers those vanished years as though looking through a dusty window pane. The past is something he could see but not touch, and everything he sees is blurred and indistinct. Wow! God damn! <laughs> were those written? Those were written into the script. They're not like quotes from somewhere else. I think so. Okay, it didn't seem to be attributed. I don't but remember. Holy yeah. shit! Like, if, yeah, yeah. The, especially in the context of the movie, like, um. When I watched it the first time, the opening title card, I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. And then when I had watched the movie and that's gone what back did to it. seen it. That's what I was talking about the second time. Was that's the what title did card? It. it was the title card. I was like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've seen the movie, oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, You're just yeah. like, holy shit. That, <laughs> yeah. What a way to put that. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. so... Um, it's not like overly poetic. It's just poetic enough mm-hmm. to really like capture something. And I feel like that's honestly the way I feel about the whole movie. It's not like poetic in the way where it's like really flowery and really right. like overly um, like verbose. No. Like, you know, you if you've ever read poetry, like I have. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> wow. Um, Did you hear this guy over here? He's read poetry. But you notice, you see like... <laughs> 
if you've ever read poetry by somebody who's like in like a high school poetry class mm. or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, where it can really they really overdo it yeah. and make it really <laughs> overdone and yeah. everything is like super dramatic. Yeah. This is like the is like the the counterbalance to that where mm. it's it's not really using like a lot of flowery language or anything like that. It's just saying it's really capturing the feeling of what you're about to see. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, if you pick up on it the first time you watch it and you hold on to those words, I think you'll have a great time watching the movie. For me, yeah. it was the, when I restarted the movie the second time and I had seen everything that had sure. transpired. And then I saw that again and was like, holy shit. And then <laughs> that's the most beautiful thing I've ever read in my life. Yeah. And then to have it uh, bookended with the, the second part of that, his thing right is like oh god damn (laughs) it's so evocative and Mm. emotional and beautiful and i i fucking love it i I really enjoyed this movie yeah it's great it's Um, a great movie it's a great movie guys this is a great movie this is a this is is you know what this is a great movie it's kind of hard to discuss because it's so non-linear yeah Mm. and it is really dealing with just like the emotionality behind things yeah it's all just small moments just put together in mm-hmm. in the memories of the of the two people i i do but think just that, like so I think there's perfectly a way to, captured i think both it's by the camera and by the actors <laughs> like i think it's supposed to be like so clearly in some frame some way there's you know it's like picking apart a lynch film like there's a way to see oh this is her memory oh this is his mm-hmm. memory like yeah and it's not even necessarily like it, it is it's framed in a way that it is their memory but the movie is not saying like Mm-mm. this is their memory of it, no right? it feels like a well like a story ish right it, it doesn't mm-hmm. at the end of the movie it doesn't show mr chow as an old man mm. like closing a book being <laughs> oh like my god from there and back <laughs> again by bilbo baggins you know what i mean oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> but no it ends with peter falk and Fred Savage. Yeah. Right. And- <laughs> oh, God. It, it, it's not him, like, telling the story to, like, his grandchildren or book. something like that. You know what I mean? It's, like, just the way the movie is presented is the way we all experience yeah. our own memories of something where we're kind of, like, mm-hmm. it's blurred and indistinct, right? It's Well, and I do think there are points in the movie where we're also being privy to their memories of previous events in their life. Not just not just the meta aspect of it all being in in hindsight, but also moments they're they're reflecting back on things that have occurred preceding that, and then the story continues mm-hmm. forward. Right, because like at the en- even at the <clears throat> end when he goes and sees the lipstick on right. the cigarette, right? Like, yeah, that was that through that kind of I I was not sure exactly what had transpired. She came the there way, and just just made sure he knew she was there, but didn't stay. I mean, did she make sure that was she making sure? Or is it just the, by virtue of the fact that she had worn lipstick and smoked a cigarette? Oh, in there? I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I, I mean? I, I, did she want him to know? So I think that, she wanted him to know. Right? Did I think she, she want she him did. to know that so he would come find her? Who knows? But or she, did she just smoke a cigarette? Did she come to find him, smoke a cigarette, and then leave, leave, and then he? found a clue yeah it may have been inadvertent like that but you know like it's, she, the movie never says explicitly she, and that's well, like the for, whole except thing except for right? for her yeah she is 
unable to truly express herself. So right. she has to express mm-hmm. herself in small ways that are deniable, plausible, plausible deniability. Like right. That. So, and going all the way to Singapore, she's already gone so far beyond her own, her own boundaries right. that she couldn't possibly do more than just show up. I think she takes back her her slippers. Am I am I off base in that? I thought she took her slippers back and smoked a cigarette. I thought that was because he's looking around yeah. when he gets back and he's like he can't find something. And then later they show her nabbing slippers off of a floor. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think it was intentional. I think she knows he will know she was there, not simply by the slippers, but also by leaving yeah. evidence mm-hmm. like that. And that's as far as she can go. And she knows that for yeah. him that will be the world because he's already admitted that he loves her at that point, right? right. Where it's yeah. like so obvious that they don't even talk about it. He doesn't say, I love you. He just says, the I feelings we... were, yeah. became real. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is, and, I mean, he leaves his wife. She never leaves her husband. Right. Yeah. Which is why he goes to, Sing- part of why he goes to Singapore. Right. Which <sighs> I, I mean, yeah, it's, gr- that's the, so in, just in living life, we either have experienced something similar or know people who have experienced not not this exactly, obviously, but like versions of this story. Yeah. Well, and I to your comment about it being so different than the way it would be approached in a Western film. I mean, I, I, certainly this film has been made right where the two you know the two um, aggrieved parties in. You know, because these characters' spouses are having an affair together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, the story is then these two people find true love in the aftermath of their spouses stepping out on, or something like that. Yeah, and or a version of true love, you know. Well, like, yeah, I mean, I think a Western film would have these two people like grudge fuck or be mm-hmm. like conspiring together to like make their spouses pay in some yeah satisfying and potentially funny way and then again despite themselves find them find themselves having feelings for one another or something like that and maybe run off to it right or run at off least together have or... a moment where they're like telling off their spouse or something you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean oh, There's yeah. mm-hmm. the only moment we have of that is where we find out that it, it she's talking to mr chow right she's rehearsing right confronting mm-hmm. her husband but she never right. apparently ever does I mean, yeah, we never know. We don't know. know. As far as we know, she could have. There's a whole, there's a whole other life that they're living mm-hmm. outside of what we're seeing, mm-hmm. which is yeah, that's <laughs> makes interesting. Me so happy. Yeah. In terms of like the types of movies that I love to watch, and in regards to me just being a person who admires mm-hmm. unique storytelling and films in particular the fact that we know there's like this whole other life that they're living with their spouses that we are never privy to we only only get little tiny glimpses because of dialogue because of conversations had off screen yeah Mm -hmm. references by other characters Mm -hmm. to what's been going on Mm -hmm. yeah And, and the fact that the way they come to understand that the the affair is happening because Miss mm. Chan has her boss who is also cheating on his wife and he's always asking to bring have like yeah she's helping yeah uh, facilitate the affair right 
by having the handbags, asking her husband to bring back the handbags, right. one for her and one for the, the yeah the um mistress mistress mm-hmm. yes um I'm concussed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um and that's kind of how they piece it together that their spouses are having an affair is that like yeah her um the her well, she yeah she sees the Mr. Chan has a tie has a tie that's just like the one that her husband right received because Mr. Chow's Miss Chow brought back a tie for him right. for Mr. Mr. Chan and Mr. Chow yeah and likewise he brought back a, a like a bag for right yeah uh uh Miss Chan and Miss Chow which we don't ever see right but they both mm-hmm. reference how yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah that scene is really interesting where yes. they're, they're they're talking in code to one another yeah and we are kind mm-hmm. of piecing it to, if you're paying attention you're piecing it together if yeah, you're right. not paying attention you feel like you may have missed something <laughs> for sure and even sometimes sure. like when you're yeah. paying attention it feels like you missed something and that like well, i said they don't that's say how it. i exactly you're right they, they never say they're mm-hmm having an affair they'll just reference the yeah. affair well and they and well and they reference like they talk about the gifts and like they're allowed to exchange knowingly that they understand what they're talking about and then they just start talking about how they feel about it they never reference the affair we just yeah if you're paying attention like you said you know that that's what they're talking about they and they're talking about it. how yeah. yeah and they never concoct their plan to reenact the affair it kind of just true just, yeah begins like they mm-hmm. i think they say like i wonder how it could have began and then they're eating together and then mm-hmm. she says like he says do you like it hot and she says your wife would have your wife does mm-hmm. right yeah because he puts think, like spicy mustard on her she, like puts her right. hand on her nipple and starts rubbing it yeah <laughs> yeah that part's your great. wife your wife likes it hot um <laughs> So she at, is, at that she, point you're like BT does. okay she I guess I guess they're super beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. this gracious. Yes, and he's incredibly handsome. He's fine. I will say I wanted to ask you Tucker the, if this makes you want to go and watch all like other Wong Kar Wai movies. Yeah. It <laughs> um, does. It certainly makes me want to, but not only that is it makes me want to go and watch other uh what what's her name? Her mate, her, oh, the, the actress, uh, Maggie Chung. Mm. Uh, I want to watch all of her movies, and I want to watch all of Tony Leung's movies. Well, me too. I'm chuckling because we've said that at the end of all three of these now, and yeah. I haven't taken any time to go visit any of the other films from any either of the other directors yet. Well, I haven't need, had time yet, but I haven't had the time I either. I, I haven't had the time I, yet either. I just know myself well enough that I'm going to be months down the line and be like, oh yeah, I never. Oh yeah! I never watched Topo. I, I I'm gonna make it a point to go, especially with Wong Kar Wai. I am going to make it a point to go and watch. You're going to have to because uh-oh. you're going to have to read it. And we, as we yes. discussed at the beginning, you gotta make a point of it. Go. Yeah, I, I make, think I'm making a point of it. <laughs> I know when, when your when your family's just like, why are we doing this? You just put your foot down and go. I am making a point of this. This movie's rated PG. Yeah, well, nothing happens. N- there's and the nothing. guy's smoking a cigarette. I mean, maybe and there's That's a little bit. now. I think the there's it's definitely, it's definitely, got, it's definitely got a thing up at the top to let you know there's yeah. gonna be some smoking no gonna be on screen. Smoking. There's no cursing. There's no, no. sexuality. There's no. no kissing. There's no kiss. I mean, there may be cursing. We just don't know the language. The old, the most intimate they get is like touching, touching each other's, other's hands. Yeah. There's no violence. No violence. Yeah, there's but no. it's so adult. Why is yeah. this not G? 
like that David Lynch film. Oh, this this feels strange. just about as it should be G. There's no reason for it to not be G other I than think adult situation. I think it's because it's dealing with adultery. Yeah, yeah adult, right. Adult situation. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess so. Yeah. But kids wouldn't understand it. Well, I yeah, love a kids not going to go see it. Did you guys also see the references from we uh, all last year? Twenty was it twenty twenty one or twenty two? Where where we saw everything everywhere all at once? Mm-hmm. Did we see? Did you guys pick up on the references in that movie that were from this movie? No. What? I you know like when um they're having that conversation in that in the alternate universe in everything everywhere all at once where he's like in another life. I think it would have been really nice to just do uh, laundry and taxes with you. Mm. I think that's all supposed to be a reference to this movie. What? Like the way that does um, it look like this? It looks it's, like this. Yeah, they're dressed really similar. I kind of remember what you're talking. Uh, about. Oh, okay. Like Michelle Yao's character in that moment is dressed in kind of like a classical kind of um, Chinese Chinese gown, gown. Huh. and um, he's all slick hair. What? Yes. What? Yeah. What? What's that actor's name? Why can't I? Key. Yeah, Key Kuo Kwan. Uh, he's dressed in like a, a tuxedo and like his hair slicked back and he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And it's like the way it's like framed and shot. Oh yeah. And they're on the street. They're on the street. Oh my gosh. You're right. Mm. In Hong Kong. That is like a subtle reference nice. to that, isn't yeah. it? Huh. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Good for those guys. <laughs> they um, can do dick jokes and that. I am. I, we, I, we do need to wrap this up because I am running out of mental steam. Okay. With my brain injury. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> get over yourself, Truly. pal. <laughs> That's fine. I'm I'm getting get very fatigued too. I get I get a life get support food in my um, stomach. Anyways, okay. So in the mood for love. So I, it does make you want to go watch more Wong Kar Wai. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to. <laughs> I I'm laughing because what what there's no chance we would have gonna watch these and be like, nope, I don't want to see any more of this guy. <laughs> but the next one, <laughs> I don't know, like. Especially with like Peckinpah and Yodorowsky, they're two really like abrasive filmmakers. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I could see watching one of those movies and being like, I really like this movie, but I'm not that interested in what else well, he's done. It's a different mm-hmm. question than do you want to go watch all of and I do think that all three of us have a sense of a desire to watch all of Wong Kar Wai's films. Yeah. I'm not necessarily on board to go watch all of Peckinpah or all of Yodorowsky's. Mm-hmm. So, it, it doesn't feel shit. as immediate to me. I, I think we should hold this for next, <laughs> next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, really, I just went through all that, but right. we should hold it. Maybe. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's hold it. <laughs> are, <laughs> are you glad we Let's made you watch it. In the Mood for Love? Yeah. As opposed hey, Tucker, to one of, you your other, one of your other picks? I'm glad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god! Are you like? <laughs> do you feel like you would have? Um, I don't. I don't even remember what my other picks were at this point. Kurosawa. Kurosawa. Yeah, that'd be great. No, I'm happy with this because uh, I really love this. It's the only one I watched twice. Yeah. Of the ones we watched. Yeah. Same. But it's the only one I hadn't seen. Also. So. Um, yeah. And it was your. Uh, yeah. I mean, it fits because it was your movie. Yeah. It's all yeah. yours, pal. Yeah. I'm glad that we picked a movie that you you really loved yeah i thank you and when i win next week do you guys get the point oh my god we're not doing that no i think you get the point yeah yes. we're not, that was that was just brad over there trying to okay 
Yeah, I think swaggle a win. I, I think you get the point, or I get the point, or you get the point. I think okay. it's whoever whoever's movie was you get assigned the point? to them. Right. You get the point. Gets the point. I'm going to be, there's a chance I'm going to be really fucking far behind. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Tucker's going to be way ahead. I might need need to try and hurry and come up with another uh, series that we can do where I might have a better chance of winning. (laughs) I feel like we came up with a few really good ideas. Yeah, but I really am excited about that one. Okay, um, okay, so as far as uh, In the Mood for Love goes, do you guys have anything else you want to say about Wong Kar Wai or In the Mood for Love before we wrap it up? Hmm. Nope. Um, <laughs> no, thanks. No, I'm excited to see uh, what else he's done. I think to the cultural differences that you were kind of talking about at the beginning of the podcast, I do, I feel like there is a more meaningful connection to Vietnam than in that, in in the, the culture presented in the film than we have in especially the United States. Like it felt very intentional. There's no reason for it to suddenly be talking about Vietnam. They show all that footage from uh, pre U S mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. over from where the, the French, mm-hmm. was it French Algerian, whatever it was, it was, it was formerly a, a French. Mm-hmm. It just felt, spe- it was specific in a way that I didn't follow. Yeah. And I wonder if in like, Chinese culture that would make better sense. Well, not only that, but having it be in like British ruled Hong Kong right in the 60s, I'm sure there's like well, I think that was that was partly my take on that was to have an explanation for the very western. It was all quite western the way especially Mr. Chan but uh, what what I'm getting at is why have it set in 1962 and not just make it in the year 2000? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, okay. Or in 1970. Well, because of cell phones and shit. <laughs> but I just mean yeah. like you could tell, you could essentially tell the same story in any time. Yeah, that's true. But having it in a specific time in Chinese exactly. history seems like it probably is adding some background context mm-hmm. to the movie that I'm not privy to. I, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Too. yeah. yeah it yeah. feels like all of that, there's a reason why the timing is For as sure. it is. And, and the loosest takeaway I could is kind of to what Tucker was referencing with him whispering into the, the hole in the, the ruin and then showing the ruins being all decayed and old and I, my take was like, well, are we going to also, is it, is it playing off the fact that we all know as a culture that those are going to be potentially destroyed now by, a, a you know, a, the pulverization of the United, the, the war in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's my only last comment was like there, that basically what you just said, like there's more intention behind the time frame than I think we appreciate. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a history person like right. uh, 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 so i exist out time outside of time and space <laughs> sure, oh sure, sure you're like the rock one of those rocks and uh, everything everywhere all yeah it's like uh, i'm like dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> no not like that, <laughs> like that. <laughs> no a rock with googly eyes on it is uh, what i'm referring oh, to right 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 like so a pet rock there there president are... johnson <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about like hong china's history enough or china. like British colonization <laughs> around the world. Yeah. Like I do not know enough about that to really, yeah. I know Brit- Britain, British, the British empire is like one of, was the biggest empire ever. And basically yeah. fu- is modern. the reason why the modern world sucks so fucking hard. Modern, <laughs> well, yeah, modern, modern 
But it's just, you know, it's just another indication that this movie has layers for us to discover still. Sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Upon repeat viewings, but, and actually, when I refuse to watch any other Wong Kar Wai <laughs> movies, but I only watch this one but, over and over again. Uh, actually, if I can say one more great thing about this movie is no, actually... wrap it up. <laughs> okay, bye. Um, it actually made me want to go and, like, look into the history of, like... British Hong Kong. Yeah, that's a that's just annoying. Maybe as simple what? as a quick wiki search that explains. I, I'm sure like it is, but like you do have. No, to like, I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a cultural thing. Halfway I think through it, the movie, I went, "Hmm, what is with this China? <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been hearing about it. Wait, where do they live again? <laughs> this is interesting. China. <laughs> <laughs> Check um, this out. Anyways, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm Thanks, gl- guys. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And honestly, like, I could see... It wasn't, like, the type of movie where it immediately became one of my favorites, necessarily. Yeah. But I could see... Right around when they're slurping noodles, you're like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> when it was the, when I started it the second time and the title card came up, that's yeah. when I was like, oh, this might... Yeah, this this could a, become yeah. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it, it does... Definitely open up an appreciation for what I presume is this, I this give guy's it, entire oeuvre. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be amazing. I give it five stars on Letterboxd. Me too. Right yeah, alongside also, Cobra. <laughs> exactly. It's that good. And Wong Kar doesn't have a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of movies. He only has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten movies. Ten movies. That's not a lot. It's not a ton. That's not a lot. That's only a ten. Is, did he pass away? No. Oh, okay. When was his most recent film? Um, 2013. Jesus. He it's takes a long time between movies. I'll say. I'll um, say. So he's so probably due for, he must have been years like TV now, or something. Huh? You sure he didn't pass away? Because that's longer than all the other stretches in there. No, he's still alive. He's still, he's still kicking around. Get him on the phone. He's 65, so he might have just retired. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just yeah. Like, oh, did you guys see that there's an Ethan Cohen film? coming up soon yeah we talked i think we talked about that oh, yeah. a little oh, bit. I don't the one him and his wife uh wrote yeah. together yeah. that like rode the two girls i saw a trailer for it oh i didn't know there back. was a trailer oh, yeah, i yeah. saw a trailer for it at the flicks the other day but yeah. i also heard that the coens are back together for their next movie great so oh really another coen brothers movie is going to be happening yeah that's awesome that's I didn't, what i, I heard never, i never i mean i didn't that's have what fear i heard that they were never going to do a film together i did oh my god relax yeah i thought maybe they hated each other now after 17, 20 movies. I wrote a script where the Coen brothers had a falling out. Hmm. Did you really? No. Oh, okay. That I could, should. Did you, did, you, did you go see Poor Things yet? No. Hmm. Oh, I do, want, I do I want, want to see Poor I Things. I wanted to go see it, and then I got a headache and laid down instead. Hmm. Yeah, you, don't, you don't want it. to have a headache watching that movie. That's yeah. uh, Yorgos, right? Yeah. I'm, really, I'm excited for that it, one. I, I didn't see know anything other than just the trailer, and the trailer doesn't give you any idea yeah. what the fucking movie is yeah. about. I didn't. I, mean, I didn't watch the lobster. Cool. Um, what? But I did watch Killing Lobster's of Sacred good. Deer, which I, I fucking love. Just it's haven't great. gotten around to. Yeah. Oh, did you see the favorite? No, I fucking love the favorite. Oh yeah, I, I guess I've seen all of his films because yeah, I I loved that. Too. I haven't seen all of them. I'm working on them. Maybe <laughs> there maybe were a couple early that ones, and then I saw Dogtooth. Is there one I before Dogtooth? Dog Tooth. There's a oh, couple. Shit. He's got a few movies that I have not seen. There's one before <laughs> so Dogtooth. Tooth. Only seen one. Yeah, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. There's one before Dogtooth, and then one before that that he co-directed, but it's oh. not really considered his. Okay, so I, had, I guess I got the he impression has one called Canetta, first one, and then Dogtooth, and then Alps, I believe. Oh, I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen that yet either. And then 
killing of a sacred deer. No, then lobster, I think, was next. I think he did killing before lobster. No. I don't think so. Am I wrong? I yeah. Think you're wrong. Okay. Because I saw lobster in the theater and then I just didn't, I must have just missed it because I didn't, I would have definitely gone and sought out Killing of a Sacred Deer. But apparently he was shooting another movie simultaneously with poor things that he's got done and already, well, I just saw an article. My guess is it took him quite a while. Based off his filmography, I'm guessing he spent far more time on poor things than than any other film Mm. in his past because there's. Did you watch it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, It, it. I was worried from the first trailer. I was like, oh, this is going to be like that Tim Burton thing where he's got too much budget and it's going to be. Yeah, yeah that's kind of frustrating. How I felt. That was how I felt. And the first 15, 20 minutes, I was like, oh, shit, he's really doing it. But it really, really plays itself out. And he's, oh, he cool. finds himself, he, it, reflecting back, I'm like, nope. It was exactly how it needed to be. You just, cool. I, and I was watching. I was like, okay, I'm going to trust he's going to bring me there. Cause mm-hmm. right now I'm not there, but it, he brings he got you there. there. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Someone else right. is. No, I just, something just popped in my mind. Someone else has a for hamburgers. For... <laughs> <laughs> I like there's one other movie in the theaters right now that I really wanted to see. And I can't remember what it is. Oh, I want to see American Fiction. Real oh bad. yeah, yeah. I want to see that too. I don't think it's come out yet. It I may have just so. been released this week, but I think there was. Yeah, else. American Fiction. I'm one very excited about yeah. that. And I, I still haven't seen the holdovers, and I really want to watch the holdovers. Ooh, I really. Oh, did, I love the holdovers. I love yeah. the holdovers. I remember yeah. you telling talk, talking about it's it, great. and I've seen it, yeah. it pop up a few more times. And like, it's on Peacock thing. or something now. Oh, is nice. It? Yeah, cool. Yeah, it is. Did you listen to Jamadi on WTF the other day? No, not yet. So good. Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. Oh, no. It's so good. Awesome. Really? It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Paul Giamatti is in one of my all-time favorite episodes of television hmm. of all time. Okay. Uh, on the Chris Gethard show. I've never watched it. I'm aware no, of it. But you I guys have no it. reference for this? I've, I've, no. I know it. I've never watched it. Okay, I never watched it. Shoot. Well, then I kind of have already spoiled it. Oh, because but... he shows up and you, you don't know he's coming? Yeah. Uh, well. God damn it. It's okay. It's all right. So I know, I know that that's also like Jason and Paul. One of the funniest things they've ever done was yes. on his show. It's that episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I will seek it out. Okay. On YouTube, I guess. I don't know where the fuck you'd watch that. Okay. You should. It, I, I think it might be on. I think it is on YouTube. Sure. Jason and Paul. That's. I think it's called. Like what, I think it's called What's in the Dumpster. Yeah. That's. I mean, I've heard them reference it several times. Yeah. The two of those guys when we're talking. It's one of the best when I, when episodes of TV I've guys. ever seen. <laughs> it's incredible. Um. Anyways, okay. So that does it for Wong Kar Wai and in the mood for love. Oh, is that what we're? Are we? Did we start recording? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're starting. Yeah, let's get started. Okay. Welcome everybody to Chupa going kick ass. Kick ass. <laughs> oh. Um, no, we'll be back next week. We'll declare a winner between Santa Sangre. I declare the Wild Bunch <laughs> and in Woo! the mood for love. Woo! Uh, Stop it! I miss really Santa Sangre. Woo! I, I think they all have a good chance. They're I, all great. They're all great. Loved them all. All <laughs> five stars all around. Stop it. Bonafide classics. Run up there with Cobra. Stop it. What? I think that yeah, they're in the ca- Cobra category. Yeah, of classics. Mm-hmm. Bonafide classics. Yeah. Um, I got bad news for you guys. I would not give Cobra five stars. Two. Well, you know what? I'd give it four. Like we we recently we were just you might go three and a half. We were just talking about how some people sh- shouldn't have opinions. A hundred percent. That's actually true. That's is what we were you just know saying. What's fucked up is that two of these movies are going to be 
excised from existence. I, I am really unhappy about that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, fucked it's up. Kind of a bummer. But they so might have a chance bummer. to come back next year. That's true. Mm. If we do our second, uh, we'll second do chances. Se- we'll do a second, <laughs> second chance series. Second chances. What, what if it's second chances for twenty twenty four? Whatever loses, the other two of us just pick the other. <laughs> you know, yeah. like uh, in the mood for love and wild bunch. What if you guys just pick in the mood for love, wild bunch to bring him back? Mm. Yeah. Since I'm uh, <laughs> oh god yeah okay yeah, fuck you guys yeah. maybe gonna maybe. Gonna okay, let's maybe end this i gotta go to the potty again okay let's oh end this god that's a third we'll, time we'll declare a Is winner I guess at, at least uh maybe four excited to see how <laughs> things you're, you're uh, missing the one that i did right here up. and uh well, thanks everybody for listening do Thank all that you. normal podcast stuff that you hear at the end of every podcast Thank you. the uh, normal stuff guys. we'll be back keep it normal next time and until then <gasps> cry macho shitters Okay, great.